0: Welcome back to the Ghost Cult Magazine podcast. I'm your host, Keefe. Today's podcast is an interview with Phil Rind of Sacred Reich. Sacred Reich's new album, Awakening, is coming out soon on Metal Blade Records. And Phil and I chatted all about the comeback record, touring, and much more. Check it out. Phil from Sacred Reich, man. You're hanging out with the Ghost Cult Magazine podcast. How are you doing?
1: (laughs) doing great, man. Thank
0: you so much for having us. Oh, man, I'm so stoked to talk to you about the brand new album, Awakening, coming out on Metal Blade Records. Uh, it is a fantastic record. Anybody who has followed the band, as well as new fans you will invariably pick up, is going to absolutely go nuts for this album. Well,
1: thank you so much, man. We're really uh, we're really pleased the way that it came out. Really
0: excited for people to hear it. Yeah, man. And I know this has been, you know, many years in the offing and you guys have been active, you know, pretty regularly for a long time. But uh, almost 25 years since the last record, Heal. Uh, and great to have you back with Metal Blade. Take us through a little bit of this sort of last few years leading up to this record and how we got here. Um, So we got back together about
1: 2007, started playing shows and, been playing shows pretty consistently since then. And the number one question was always like, hey, why are you gonna make a record? Are you gonna make a record. And the answer was always no. Because, I mean, frankly, we just didn't have any songs. So in the last year and a half, it changed. Like, somehow we, the songs came back. So, um, you know, it's just like, it's obvious sure, when the songs are back and, here we up, and we talked to metal blade and said that we'd like to make a record and they were into it so we didn't deal with them and and then we just started writing the songs and uh you know we've had a couple lineup changes in the meantime and we will um the first new song for the record was divide and conquer and that's when greg was still with us and then it, you know everybody's gonna be on the same page we we'll to want the same thing, and sometimes it doesn't work out, so it didn't work out with Craig, and um, I called Dave, because Dave was already in the band, and we loved Dave, and Dave's an incredible drummer, and you know, we were all wondering what we were going to do drummer-wise, and I thought, let's just get out there for Dave, and I told Dave, that "Craig was not in the band, he said, I want to do it, I want to do the record and the tour. And uh, and I was just so happy, you know, like Machine Head's record wasn't even out yet. I said, what does it look like, you know? How long have you been touring? And he said, no, probably a year and a half. So he said, it's okay, man. You know, we've we've waited this long. We could wait another year, year and a half, and we had to write the record in now. So um, knowing that Dave was going to do it was a big... It was a big deal for
0: us. You know, it, it answered a lot of questions. And, uh, I mean, yeah, here we are. Awesome, man. And, you know, uh, it's, it's really uh, telling that, you know, Dave kind of jumped on board and he's not just an incredible drummer and maybe if it's possible, a little underrated, but I think he's in, in amazing. He's also a fantastic musician, plays guitar himself, can write songs like he's in a, tr- a tremendous, you know, he's he's grown so much in the time since he was in Sacred Reich the last time as a as a musician that it's, it's pretty incredible to have him back with you.
1: It really is, and it was funny, when we were recording, Wiley said, God, you know, I forgot how great of a drummer Dave was, and I was like, don't forget, too, that it's been 23 years, and he hasn't been standing still. He's been going forward, so, uh, yeah, it's really great. It feels really great to have him in the band, and we did, like, a four-week tour in May, and... Everybody was just getting along really well, and it just felt so right, so we're, we're really
0: pleased. I saw that tour as well and uh, in Brooklyn, and you guys crushed it, and uh, I think if that's any indication of uh, what you guys are gonna do live, uh, supporting Awakening, I can't wait.
1: Yeah, we just get warmed up. You know, I mean, that was four weeks. We're going two weeks in uh, August in Europe. And then we have eight weeks for Guar starting in September. And then we go straight to five more weeks in Europe. I mean, we just get better and better and better as we play. So I'm just really looking forward to it because we're just getting
0: started. Right on. And, uh, you know, in addition to Wiley, who's also tremendous and underrated, I think Joey has also brought a lot to the band coming in. Uh, the chemistry with you guys is really hot. Um, what Did Joey get to contribute to the record at all?
1: Joey just came in and played guitar, and uh, he was, you know, part of the process during the demo process. He played guitar on the demo, so he's familiar with the songs and, and part of that harmony thing that we have going on in the uh, in Salvation. We had talked about. And he started playing that, so his talent on guitar is really going to open up a lot of stuff for us as far as what we can play as a band. It opens up all those harmonies and all those melodies and other things that we weren't able to pursue previously.
0: Killer, man. Killer. I, I definitely, like I said, I feel like listening, having listened to Awakening now, I really see like a through line from the history of the band. Like anybody who was a fan of Ignorance or the American Way will hear these songs and be like, yep, Sacred Reich, man. It's the same same as it ever was. Awesome. So uh, I know you, uh, there, there was some talk about, you know, obviously to come back, you want to obviously, you know you know, show respect to the fans and, you know, you wouldn't make a left turn in a weird album after such a long time between albums, but, you know, it was, it was, I'm sure it was important to you to try to capture that essence of what the band, you know, is known for and is great at. Yeah, you
1: know, it's a, it's a fine line, because you just want to, you kind of just want to do what's what's coming out, right? Because that's the most honest thing. Luckily, What came out was something that's representative of who we are, who we've been, where we are now. I think we have a friend that's named Dre Beasley, and he was uh, the head of the fan club, the One Nation fan club, for a long time. And he was, you know, a huge fan and and a friend of ours. He said, I think I sent him Divide and Conquer first. He goes, I don't know how you did it, but... It sounds like sacred life, but it also sounds current, you know, so I guess what we're trying to do is just, who are we right now? This is what we're doing right now. So it makes sense but it pushes it one step further.
0: Word Uh, I also have to say You know While we're uh, You know Heaping praise On the rest of the guys You also Turn in a tremendous Performance on this album I I was really Blown away by the vocals Uh, You're always very strong Had a very strong voice uh, As a singer For metal But man Your uh, vocals on this record Are ridiculous (laughs) They're so good
1: Thank
0: you very much Yeah man
1: I think I'm singing Better than I ever have I don't know why (laughs) I think it's mostly just because I'm comfortable where I'm at. Um, singing on the record really taught me a lot. At first I was trying to push and force
0: things too much. I think when I just relax and let it happen, it was better. So I think it's a good lesson for me. Right on. And I know at the show, you gave a specific shout-out to Arthur, the producer. Arthur Rizik, who's a tremendous producer of a lot of uh, modern and legendary bands. Uh, What was it like working with him? It's kind of a brand-new voice in the room with you. It was really great. Um, You know, when we were talking about we wanted to do the
1: record, there were a lot of games and stuff coming out. The thing I liked about Arthur was he didn't really have, like, a sound, per se. I think the different bands that he works with all have their own individual thing. So that was really cool. When I spoke to him and he said, you know, kind of, what are you guys shooting for? And we were like, kind of, having do Mod rules. And he said, Martin Birch is one of my favorite producers. So he's a young guy, but he totally knows his history. He really knows his history. And he's a really cool dude. He has great ideas, he's a great musician. And he added quite a bit to the record. I mean, he really did. His ideas were used uh, early and often. And I would always joke with him. I said, you're coming along at the perfect time. Just 20 years ago, 25 years ago, no one would listened to you. And uh, so he came along at the perfect time. And it was really a great experience. Working with Arthur and also John, who engineered the record, who runs the studio. He has a really great technical ear and really knows. How to get the things that we are looking for. So the combination of him and Arthur really
0: was really was outstanding. Right on, man! I love to hear that. Uh, collaborative spirit is in there. Yeah, I totally agree about Arthur. He's definitely got like an old soul for a young guy as a producer, and he's already yeah, put. He's already got some incredible credits for a pretty young guy. It's kind of crazy.
1: Um, I think he's going to be the next big thing, producer. Guy.
0: Yeah, for sure. If he isn't already, he is. Yeah. Uh, so great that you guys got to work with him um, yeah man like I said I really love the album it's really deep there's nothing there's no songs to skip it's tight the whole way through you know you mentioned Divide and Conquer obviously the title track is sick I love Manifest Reality Killing Machine Death Valley's pretty cool it's kind of like a, a interesting uh, nod to your home state there um, do you have a favorite song on the record? Um, I like Salvation a lot
1: I like Manifest a lot I like Death Valley, I like Something to Believe, which changed a great deal from when we started writing it. And when we got in the studio, it kind of morphed and turned it to what it was. Arthur brought a lot to that song. It's kind of different for us. Um, I don't know, I I pretty much like all the songs. (laughs) And, And what my favorite is changes from time to time, but I really like Salvation a lot. I really like Manifest a lot too
0: salvation's dope's got that sick middle part that i love like a great chorus and yeah. a great kind of riding riff cool, man. yeah like a,
1: lead. It's
0: so oh, oh yeah man that's killer uh yeah he was always very underrated i mean it's like it's a it's a it's a really uh like i said i can't I'm, i can't contain my excitement normally i do but i can't um i'm really pumped I'm really pumped for this for people to hear this record. And um I think it's also a very, you know, interesting time in the world to have Sacred Reich as a band back in, in their full power, you know, because you know, you guys were always like a very a voice of reason, um, you know, not strictly political, but just in general about the state of affairs of the world and as commentators on that and what a shit state of affairs we we're in in 2019 <laughs> everywhere, man. Like, you know, no pun intended, but uh I think it's important to have a voice like yours back contributing you know what I'm saying to to people's minds and to get people thinking and not just like oh that song is awesome it's about killing everything no man let's have some oh, right. let's have some deep discussions about stuff not just you know demons and wizards and swords yeah. you know you know
1: it's interesting I, I- I see a lot of the comments and some people are like, I don't care what the fucking words say, I just want to rock. And that makes me laugh. You know, but that's how some people are. and Other people are really drawn to the lyrical content and the ideas behind the band. And, and that's awesome too because I take a lot of time and care, you know, putting it out there. And I think overall, the attitude of the record is, is hopefully encouraging and hopeful. Because I think... When you said like we're in the middle of a shitstorm, so many ways that we are. And if we want to focus on that stuff, it's obvious that it's all there. But the thing to be hopeful and and positive and looking forward is, no matter how shitty things are at the time, we know it's going to change, and that's good. So we just have to work towards that. We have to continue to be positive and focus on the positive.
0: Right. Right on. Right.
1: And just so this record, I'm hoping, is that what people take away is from being hopeful and positive from it, and knowing that no matter how bad it is, it's not going to stay this way. This is one of the things with the election, too, like kind of coming to grips with where we are right now, is saying, well, even though the majority of people didn't vote for Trump and he lost the the popular vote. The way that the system is set up is that this is just how it is, and we don't have much of a choice. But we also know that it's four years. So hopefully at the end of this term, we can have a change and go in a different direction. So even as shitty as it is, and it's shitty for a lot of people, and there's a lot of really awful things transpiring and the wrong way to look at things is that hopefully it's only temporary and we can all come back from and learn a lesson from this. Hopefully the lesson that people learn is that they should pay attention and get involved. For me, the most important thing is that we need this participation. We have a mechanism in place to change things. We just don't take advantage of it. So I think the number one step is participation, and then we can address some other things like getting money out of politics, term limits, and other things. But nothing happens unless we all participate, because if we don't participate, there's no reason for people to change the way that they're doing things
0: well said I think uh, one of my concerns is just that the younger generation is already so disillusioned and jaded I took my whole lifetime to be you know my age and be very disillusioned and unhappy but they're already very mistrusting and disillusioned which maybe is healthy but it's also sad you know
1: I know my kids are 27, 25 17 and 15 and I look at them and I'm like oh we're gonna be fine because they're smarter, they're wiser, they're more kind, they're more inclusive than, than my generation was already. So I think it's
0: all going to be okay. Well, thank you, man. You just made me feel better about that. Thanks. <laughs> I've been pretty despairing. But, uh, yeah, hopefully it's going to change. All right. I right, appreciate that, man. Thank you. Uh, I'm going to take that to heart. I hope, I hope everyone else does, too. Um, as, we wi- as we wind this down, man... Uh, you got a lot on tap touring a lot of big plans uh what is uh on the horizon that you can talk about
1: well touring wise well obviously the first thing is that the record comes out August 23rd I keep forgetting like to me I've been living with the record for so long mm. my head is already onto the next record nice so we have the record coming out August 23rd you know two weeks coming up in Europe um Like some festival shows, and some shows of Testament, and some club shows. And then we're going on tour of for two months, beginning September 14th. So that'll be killer. Two months, tons of shows all across the U.S. And then we go back to Europe, um, five-week headline tour with Night Demon, which will be awesome. And then next year, in um, February, we're going to Australia. March we're going to South America then we'll be back in the US back in Europe and just join through the rest of 2020
0: killer and I think you guys are on the mega cruise too right well
1: unfortunately it conflicted with the GWAR dates
0: so ah. oh that's a bummer but still not nice that you were included to begin with that looks like a fun time
1: yeah it was very nice to be thought of yeah.
0: right of course and uh, you know and of course all the best to Dave I hope Dave makes a full recovery that's a bummer well, yeah, he's a fighter and he always has been. And um, we need our heroes in in one piece. It's getting tough, man. I'm getting older. Some of my heroes are retiring or passing away. And, you know, it makes me sad. But I'm glad we got you guys back from, you know, you weren't inactive. You certainly were, have been back for a long time, almost 15 years back active doing tours and, you know, occasional big shows and everything. But it's really sweet to have this record coming out right now. And I'm super encouraged to hear you say that maybe there'll be another one after. That's amazing.
1: Oh, yeah, most definitely will be another
0: level after that, so... All right. Phil Rind, man, the, the legend from Sacred Reich I'm so stoked (laughs) well Well, hey man Uh, I'm telling you you were here in Brooklyn it was packed people were moshing and crowd surfing in a tiny club at St. Vitus Bar in Brooklyn that doesn't happen at every show it happens at a lot of shows not every show so um, believe me everybody represented and you guys brought it so thank you very much uh, much appreciated to have you hanging out with Ghost Cult today Awakening is the record August 23rd on Metal Blade Records thank you for spending some time with me Phil I appreciate it it's my pleasure man thank you so much Thanks for checking out today's podcast. Follow, like, and subscribe wherever you hear these podcasts. Also, check out Ghost Cult Magazine on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And finally, check us out at ghostcultmag.com. We're out. Peace.